Good evening, everyone. Um, this is amazing. Yeah, um, people are really gifted here. Um, it's a great audience. I like the vibe. Never been here before, but I think I'll come back. Um, so my name is Naquel. I'm a poet, spoken word artist, and I'm going to share... I don't know. I don't know what poem I'm going to do. I might, I might ask you for what you're in the mood for. Or maybe not. Maybe I've got a plot. Perhaps I'll tap into my bag of tricks and dip into... Scratch that. You must feel great again whenever that pen glorifies blind patriotism and speaks nothing of recidivism and the prison to prison again pipeline black life on rewind as soon as that federal release grant signed, we still do time when the skin I'm living in is the crime. We see our young get hit the second they hit their prime. We're talking chalk lines and playgrounds, holes in the ground. We stand around and cry goodbye. I'm tired of that sound around my way, poets. Tired of it. Dearly beloved, sincerely divine, I hate that you don't bust like nons the lines of your poetry. We could be detonating minds in the minds of the hungry ones enticed for freedom rights. I snag them off indeed or dice at speeds of light for the seeds of life from Jesus Christ's phenotype. These words might smite because the hands of God wrote them down. Where is your appetite? For the prose medicating woes of our people in the crowds about town. In the crowds about town. You must be proud because a round of claps trap you in glee, convincing your shame it doesn't have to flee. But the spotlight will ignite the vampire in thee. Your ego, unwilling to let go, artery, art caught in between. Who you are, forced to be, can't see that who you are is the only way to be. No revolution you talked about, the one you said you'd write about so adamantly. Saliva leaps from your mouth. And all who can't stand the rain 
would have to run into the house, but you sold out of rage. Your stage caged in white validation, suffocation. Suffocation, subjugation. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening. I am at Naquel Poetry. That's N A Q U E L Poetry on Instagram. Have a wonderful night. originally from Kingston, Jamaica. His appreciation for words started at a young age. He was a founding member. He was a founding member of the I Am Poetry Group out of the African American Museum. He has curated and hosted several open mics over the years, notably the Long Island Open Mic. He is currently the host and creator 
the Pod Poets Lounge podcast. I want to welcome to the Spoken Soul Session Studio my brother and your brother, Mr. Naquel. Welcome to the show, my brother. Peace, my brother. Peace, peace, peace. How are you doing today? How are you doing today, man? I'm glad to have you. I'm glad to have you in the show, man. I've been wanting to get you on the podcast for a minute, man. I see what you're doing out there, man. And I really appreciate what you're doing for the poetry community. Now, me and you, we have a little history. This is my brother right here. I I wasn't sure that it was you. But I said, hold up, this is my brother right here, man. We, sure we actually we actually <laughs> slammed together. We was in we was in two events, actually. Uh mm-hmm. I, I met you in a slam. I didn't know that right. was you previously, but when I, I seen you in a slam, I said, like, hold up, I know this brother from somewhere. And mm-hmm. I was like, where <laughs> I know him from? But we actually had did a project together with Distinguished, another, another uh poet that I interviewed on this show. Distinguished Absolutely. to God. Shout out to Distinguished, and uh, we did it. We did uh, a showcase. It was like a showcase type thing where he did like a, yeah, a film. Never been done before. Yeah, poetry never, yeah like that's that. the name of it. Never been done before. Poetry. Shout yeah. out to my brother Distinguished. Yeah, but it was, was his uh, whole camp's idea. It was dope. Yeah, that joint sure. was dope, man. It was dope, man. And you showed up for that joint, man. Then we actually saw each other in the slam that we was both competing in man and uh mm-hmm. my brother man what's good with yeah. you man how's life treating you king hey it's treating me uh okay man uh, life has its ups and its downs but i'm blessed man I- I'm-, I'm doing okay um yeah it's been a while since uh, we were supposed to kind of do this so i'm also uh, very glad that we were getting to do it Definitely. um yeah a bit of history and it's it's always a a really cool thing to connect with artists and poets along the way, um, whether they are uh, stepping on stage or or they're they're building the stage uh, for others to to share in that platform, uh, just to network, keep the link, and then just reconnect. Um, you know, in a them way, I feel it just build and go on, uh, energize the team. So yeah, man, honored to be here, bro. Definitely, definitely, definitely. definitely. It's my brother right here, man. You originally from Kingston, Jamaica. How long you yeah. been in the States? Mm, more than half my life. I came <laughs> here when I was around nine or 10 years old. Um, I'm gonna go back a couple of times, but they are from then. Uh, so I'm uh, born in 83. And um, so I'm 38, you know. So like, uh, man, 29. Almost, oh, yeah, yeah, about 29, 28 years. It's wow, been a while. That's, that's dope, man. And because uh, I, always, I always consider myself as the honorary Jamaican, you know what I'm saying? I'm an honorary mm-hmm. Jamaican. My daughter, she's half Jamaican. So, okay. you know what I'm saying? I'm an honorary yeah, Jamaican. Yeah. Wild Guan, Wild Guan, Wild Guan, you know? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, my Most brother. Definitely. But uh, the one question I ask all my guests, you know what I'm saying? Because my mm-hmm. audience is, they, they're waiting for this question. I ask all my guests this question because I like to get the different perspectives of poets, man. Because mm-hmm. poets, we think mm-hmm. different. So, my brother, I'm going to ask you, why poetry? Why spoken word? As far as uh, an art form and uh, a way to express uh, oneself, it's, it's quite easy uh, for me. Um, I've kind of always had a fascination 
with words and appreciation uh, for words. And I would say the bug, uh, if you will, um, that bit me happened around uh, 12th grade uh, up here. And um, was that like 17, 18 years old? I find myself uh, on a regular basis kind of in the in a studio or in the home where my my brother-in-law had a had a studio uh ragot uh is a mastermind and music producer and he would be making beats um he he was a writer as well and he would have different artists coming into his space uh you know so that influenced me a lot i would say in right around you know 12th grade i decided to write something and when i did so I shared it with a few people and the reception was really good and it encouraged me. I always kind of found poetry uh, as an avenue to uh, share what I knew. This idea of each one teach one was something that, you know, really, really resonated with me when I when I heard that, you know, in my youthful days, uh, each one teach one. And so I would get, get information. I would learn really fascinating things. Um, you know about self um, and wanted to share it right also wanted to retain it <laughs> so to to help with with memory and and retaining the information that I learned I would actually put it in in poetry uh, so I was accomplishing both those goals and it's it, it sits well with me you know what I mean again fascination and appreciation for words and that never left me so naturally I'd say poetry spoken word sort of fused with uh where i was in my in my life's journey and um particularly uh spoken word uh kind of took off when because at first you know it was it was really writing um it was really writing i wasn't i didn't know know where my voice was if if you will so when i actually started to share it on stage behind a mic I, I got feedback there as well. And it was an experience. It was, it was really an experience. It was, it was therapeutic to, to be on stage reciting. And some, some, some of the feedback that I got was that there was a, there was a natural ease about me um, when I was doing the spoken word, you know, when I would actually have my, my pieces memorized. And, and I, I took to that, you know, um, I just did it more and more and more. And, Never wanted to leave it alone. Mm, I feel you. Like like myself also, you know what I mean? It started with me with just writing. It was something mm -hmm. that I wouldn't really share with people. Only select few people I would share with. But um, mm -hmm. it started with just writing. And then a friend of mine, he he the one who kind of suggested it to me. So I think you would be pretty good at this spoken word thing. And he kind of mm -hmm. put that bug in my ear. And uh, I tried it, and that was, and it was on the, the during the time when the deaf poet scene was out there. So you know, okay. at that time for poetry, it was a good look for poetry. Deaf poet, shout out to deaf yes. poetry, Russell Simmons, mm -hmm. deaf poetry because um, it, Simmons, yeah, yeah it, it definitely, it definitely put us in a space where people were listening. It was, it was, mm -hmm. it was a, a breakup of the monotony that what, what everybody would be listening to or the. All the music that was out then That spoken word scene at that time Was like It was like a, a saving grace So um, mm. that was a good look 
because it definitely inspired sure. me. It inspired me artists like Black Ice and things of that nature, George yes. and me. You know, those those artists mm-hmm. definitely inspired me. So shout out to them for that, man. But this, absolutely, this spoken yeah, it, word it had thing, an impact on me too. This spoken word thing is like it's real because I, I always say on this show that I believe in the power of the spoken word, and words can heal. Words can definitely heal, oh, yeah. and words definitely hurt. And they yeah. can hurt you. So, you know, when we when we reinforce positive affirmations of one another, you know, those words, those power, that power of that spoken word, it heals us as a people, as a community. You know what I mean? So definitely, definitely, yes, indeed. you know, dope, brother. Dope. Now, I wanted yeah. to ask you, right, because I've been checking out the archives because right now you're on season two of the Pods Poets Lounge. Am I correct? That is correct. Yep. Yes. Uh, season two started in November of last year. Decided to break it up, you know, mm-hmm. um, instead of just keeping it going. Uh, some some podcasts and things are structured that way. But I, I decided to break it up and do uh, season one, season two, uh, give myself an opportunity to um, to take a break and, mm-hmm. uh, you know, reinvent, uh, rethink, reimagine um, ways to to go forward uh, and, and engage your community and just grow the platform. Um, some, also, I found it to be quite useful in preparing content uh, for the upcoming season. Uh, so that's been a real uh, time saver mm. when you have other things going on and there are the demands of whatever the venture is. In this case, a podcast. It's nice to have things kind of prepped and ready to go. Definitely. So, you know, as you approach that day, you're engaging the artists, the guests that are coming on, making sure that um partnerships are where they need to be if there's a prize or something in place uh, for the upcoming show so yeah it's nice it's nice having that structure it, it helps with organization and i've been learning a lot uh, in the process uh, to to be here in season two definitely so, definitely i want to get i want to get into the um this because i was checking out the uh the archives man and you definitely had some noticeable artists on season one you know I see you mm-hmm. did. I see you did a uh, Miss Busybody. Now Miss Busy, mm, me oh, and yeah. her, me, me and her, we have history going back because I'm a shout out to Miss Busybody. I don't think she even For knows real. this. She don't even know this, but she's the one who inspired me or made mm. it official. She's the one who made it official. For me to start doing an erotic catalog because before her, okay. I didn't really have a erotic catalog. I, I I never really okay. spent time on the erotica because I I. I'm poetic black, so I'm prolific. That was my whole spiel. So I never really got mm-hmm. into the erotica, man. But then I start, I start entering into different slams. And I noticed okay. that the lack of having an erotic piece on deck was losing mm-hmm. me slams. You know, I was coming, I was like, <laughs> damn, man. I like cause me and her, her and I, we we actually opened up. We had a slam that opened up for Chrisette Michelle. And it was a it was uh, a dope. dope, it was a dope venue, man. It was dope. And uh, oh, man. I did my prolific piece. I'm the crowd feeling me. You know what I'm saying? Round two, I come with another prolific piece. Yeah, yeah. So boom. <laughs> so at the end, I, don't, I forget how many contestants it was, but at the end, it was just me and her. We was the two finalists. Yeah. And okay. she, okay. she broke out an mm. erotic piece. B, she broke, she broke out the erotic piece, man, and killed my dreams of winning that slam because we was neck and neck. <laughs> and then she broke out the erotica, and it was at that moment I said, you know what? Never 
again. I'm starting to write erotic. <laughs> I'm gonna have I'm gonna have some erotic joints in the chamber. So when I'm doing these slams, mm-hmm. I can survey the crowd and I say, okay, yeah, this can this can go over over there. But she's the one. I don't think she knows that, but she's the one mm-hmm. that. And I, I created a whole pseudonym for my erotic. You know what I'm saying? Character Black Cole. You know what I'm saying? So I write yeah, under yeah. that pseudonym. You know to separate okay. my poetic black stuff from black cold mm-hmm. stuff but she's definitely mm-hmm. know me one of the um individuals or the individual who made it clear yo you need to write some erotica you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so definitely shout out to miss busybody i'm definitely working mm-hmm. on getting her on the show to interview her on the show man but definitely man the 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 pause poets lounge have some noticeable guests you you interview jay rose mm-hmm. as a matter of fact yeah i got, I got jay rose she's about to drop this friday yeah, I did an interview with her And she, okay. her episode is about to drop this Friday, man So I was going through the archives, man And I, I really dig the theme of the show I want to I wanna put my audience on And let them go out and check that Pod Slow, um, Poets Lounge out Because it's dope Break it down to us and let us know the premise of the show Um. So, yeah, shout out to um all the guests uh, That came through to make season one what it was I really appreciated them uh, The show generally is a game show and interview um and just uh, sharing their art uh, so it, it's a fusion of those three uh in its simplest uh form of uh understanding the show the games i come up with i created the games and for season one it was primarily trivia that again i created and i would categorize them differently uh did it a little bit um different this time again that time to kind of reimagine my approach and 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 look at what else was out there in terms of uh, game show content, uh, whether on Netflix or wherever else, um, and then just find ways to to enhance and make it better. So this season, it's categorized where the games are either based on knowledge, which are a, a lot of the the trivia type questions that that have come back, um, new questions but similar format in terms of that, and then there's puzzles, which are games that are you know. Well, you got to unscramble perhaps um, or create words. Uh, I'm creating a there's a writing uh, category as well where it's games around writing, maybe like a haiku with mm. uh, certain restrictions or stipulations or uh, certain key words that you have to use in the haiku. And then uh, judge that. Um, there's also listening where the idea is to because as poets, we 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 listen as well as as spit you know what Mm -hmm. i mean we we take in and and receive as much as we we give so we share um sort of like a little vibe and listening to some of the the work from some of the artists that have been on the show from season one so i'll take uh clips and um it's called spit it on a visit so these are artists that spit it on a visit and the questions will be based off of uh, their work or just uh who they are as, as poets and um, there's so yeah, that's listening, uh, puzzle. There's knowledge. Um, there's writing, and I think there's one more. It's not coming to me right now, but um, yeah, that's the whole kind of idea in terms of uh, the game itself, and um, just something fun, mm. something for again the poetry community kind of kick back, relax, and and enjoy at the same time. Then I grab a vibe, you know what I mean, off the conversation, the dialogue, Definitely. and then there's that there's that burst of uh, just creativity uh, that flows when when they they spit something and when they share something. 
Uh, so it's uh yeah, it's a nice nice recipe if you will. Yeah, man, it's definitely dope, man. Because I was going through the archives, man. I was like, yo, this show is dope. It really gets you an uh, a understanding of the artist. Because there's a lot of dope mm-hmm. artists that you that you brought onto the show, man. I mean, phenomenal artists, man. Yeah, so I've shout out, shout out, shout out to you, man. Shout out to you, man, putting this platform together. Because I know it's not easy, you know what I'm saying? Doing me doing a podcast, and and I never did any type of podcasting before, so I had to start from scratch, do research, buy equipment. So it's a lot, man. I know it's it, a it's lot. Work. So it, it when, is when, work, when yeah. you start one, you kind of have an appreciation for the art form in itself because it's not easy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Definitely getting all your equipment together, making sure, you know, things are aligned and everything. And then mm-hmm. learning how to work the equipment, learning learning how to do that, man. And it's been a mm-hmm. journey for me, but I'm getting better and better by the day, man. So that's I, how it I, is. Exactly. That's how man. it is, man. That's, it's still very new. So not just for, for you, but for a lot of people, they're learning a lot about podcasts. Even the podcasting world is, is trying to understand um, what they really have on their hands. Uh, in, in different ways. I started the podcast. I opened the account on Podbean, I think from like 2019, and then actually started the podcast in 2020 uh, during during COVID um, and around April of 2020. So yeah, I've learned, I've learned a lot. And uh, I saw also in, in looking at what others were doing with their podcast, what, what I could do uh, differently um, behind the scenes uh, and also just on the platform itself. Um, but the fact that you've noted so that so many people have been on the show, uh, so many um, you know notable guests, is really a testament to uh, what the show is. It, it, it is really uh, a show for poets. You know, the original idea and concept for the show came from my desire to see poets that I knew and that I respected and celebrated. Um, like, um, man, I. I Brother Earl, um, Mahogany Brown, mm. um, um, the Prince of Darkness, Tashim. Um, he was on a show recently. Um, Chris, I think it was Chris Slaughter. I think his name Chris oh, Slaughter. Oh, Chris Slaughter, um, man. That's my brother right there, man. Um, wow. Yeah. Talk about building platforms mm. and like giving back to the community and, and on and off the stage too. That brother did so much with you yes, with the youth. Man. Yes, um, yes. Him, you know, um, around that time too, he had, um, um cool breeze um mm. you had um blue uh who i would see in harlem he he was an inspiration man um like all of them were but blue poetry you, know, you talking about blue poetry or blue bathgate i think it's i think his last name is bathgate he, yeah, he always selling yeah, his book yeah he's selling his book yeah yeah it's my brother always right there yeah, it's blue. Book. yeah, we, yeah. We, did, we did a couple of shows together so a couple of sh- we was on one showcase with I believe uh Clark Clark. Oh man. Clark Clark. And um she put a showcase mm-hmm. together. That was dope, man. But he's a yeah. definitely a solid brother, man. I'm trying to get him on the show, man. That's crazy, <laughs> man. Yeah. So yeah, man, like the the creativity from these individuals and personalities were the uh the bedrock, the the soil from which I, I gained inspiration, knowledge, insight, um, how to um and and just grew and a big one a big one that i didn't mention is um is uh dennis uh mad the many oh MA dennis. dennis my brother man. yeah yeah you know man i said like all right so i tell you this now tashin the prince of darkness all right he was like yo man i want to take you out man we need to go to harlem man we need to see these other poets man and you know what i mean I get off of long island <laughs> 
You know what I mean? He's like, yo, we need to get off of Long Island, see these other poets and what have you. Because this is, again, you know, the nascent stages of, of my, my poetic journey and story. And boom, we head out to um to Harlem and it was out there. I got exposed to a, a lot of different styles and just a different way to deliver. Mm. You know what I said? And um, we went to, at that time, it was just about to close down the Sugar Shack. Oh, the Sugar Shack. Wow. The Sugar Shack. So I, w- I went there my very first time and I, I, I didn't know these people, but it was such a, a dope spot, man. The mm. vibe in there. It was it was electric. It was electric. And um, I remember just uh, just people being really cool, just being really cool and being <laughs> nervous, as, nervous as all hell. Like, oh, man. I, I, and you, when you go to stuff like that too, sometimes you're not, at least for me, you're not sure if you're going to share, share <laughs> if, you, if you're going to have it in you to share it. Um, but I did that day and it was a poem that I knew and I memorized. And although I was confident, I wasn't confident in this space. Like these mm. were, these are, these are like, oh yes. man. So let me, I don't know how to say it, but it's a difference. It's a difference like in, 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 in the telling of the story that even if you have the poem memorized, it, whether somebody's just talking words to you mm-hmm. or if they're like emotionally like whole, whole, their whole person is connected to you while they're spitting, right? While they're sharing. And that was the kind of vibe that I, that I, that I kind of got from there. And it was intimidating um, <laughs> to say the least, right? So, I did I did the poem and I was nervous. I was so nervous. Oh my brother, you paused up a little bit. Wait till we get a better connection. Yeah, my my brother, we lost connection. So uh give him a second to get back in. Yeah, we got my brother back. Yeah, man, we had yeah, a little yeah. couple of technical difficulties. But go ahead, my brother. Go ahead, continue, bro. So um pardon about pardon uh, about that. Um what happened is that um I was doing my piece, rushing through my piece, and out of nowhere I heard uh slow down. Or, or breathe I think the word was breathe mm. Breathe And it was Dennis uh, Now uh, doesn't I don't know why people keep calling me And they know if I hang up man, on them they, If I hang up on you That means I'm doing a <laughs> podcast And you keep calling me back I don't understand I don't understand They just keep calling me I have to go edit all that But go ahead my brother I'm sorry about that man. No worries man um, At all So yeah I heard I heard the voice say Breathe In the middle of my poem And Good thing I wasn't so deep into it That I actually heard it And listened to it mm. So I was able to Relax And breathe a bit And then continue on But that was A major uh, life lesson, man, mm. in in how to in how to deliver and and share, and then obviously later on in life, I would learn how important breathing is in general, mm. right? No matter what the situation may be. Um, so, 
shout out to uh to dennis man the man in many ways changed my poetic journey man the trajectory of my life with just uh, that word man breathe out of nowhere and he didn't know me from anywhere so it, it was also i think uh speaks to the space mm. speaks to the energy in the space the the people the minds and the consciousness where you see somebody doing a thing um i don't know if he was looking at me like a young in you know what i mean or whatever the case may be mm. but you just like lend a hand and just say something that was just like so helpful so wise Definitely. and timely and boom just like that mm. that's that's profound man because shout out to dennis man that's my brother the right there chat. man yeah we what you call it man we, we we was in a couple of slams together too him and i and um definitely a solid brother man i love oh, his yeah. i love his his creativity because he, he brings poetry. he brings poet he he brings elements to poetry that you yeah. wouldn't ordinarily think you know a person would utilize and i love mm -hmm. his angles sometimes his angles mm -hmm. be so it catch you so off guard you be like what mm -hmm. am i watching and then you're like, oh, <laughs> snap, it makes sense. Shout out to that mm -hmm. brother, man. But you mentioned a few brothers, man, that actually, you know, help cultivate my poetry journey as well, man. Like you, mm -hmm. you was mentioning the brother Chris Slaughter. And Chris Slaughter, mm -hmm. man, shout out to that brother, man, because I used to go to his, um, he had this joint that he used to do called Renaissance Poetry, where mm. basically he used to use people's cribs you know what I'm saying? He ah, would use people's okay. cribs and we yeah. would all go have a recital there, man. And yo, I went to a couple of them, man, and, and I tried out new joints at yeah. that spot. You know what I'm saying? Spot uh, Joints that I did for my first album, yeah, pretty much like about maybe a good 40%, I would go there and I would, I yeah. would recite them joints and test them out, man. But yes. what his contribution to the poetry world, man, I mean, it's crazy, mm. man. Shout mm, out to that brother, man, because he, you know, he's sincere when it comes to these words, man. He's a, he's oh, a very sincere brother, man. And he loves this game and, and he's contributed so much to me personally as an artist for providing mm -hmm. those different spaces because it's very important that we as artists we cultivate our craft mm -hmm. you know by mm -hmm. going to these different spots like the first mm -hmm. time i went to the new yo the new yorican mm -hmm. oh my goodness you know what i'm saying like before i knew the yeah. the history of the new yo the real mm -hmm. history of it as, as regards to poetry you know i mm -hmm. performed there i performed there for a friend of mine you know, he had a jazz, he had a jazz type thing going on there. He do it every month. You probably know mm -hmm. him, Rome Neal, Banana Jazz, but um Banana Jazz, Banana Putting Jazz Jam that he do. And he okay. be having some phenomenal artists there. But he invited me to come to spit a poem. And mm -hmm. I came and I spit the poem. And that was the very, very first time I performed in the New York. And nervousness, man. Oh mm -hmm. my goodness, man. That nervousness, but for me, for me, it, it, it all leaves when I when I recite that first stanza. My first mm. words that come out, like I'm nervous. You can hear my voice starting to crack because I I know my lines, but so many people and you be like, you know, like I give you I give you another story, right? When I mm. when I started doing poetry like slamming and things of that nature, I got a little bit more seasoned. Yeah. I came back to the New York. And I okay. was in I was in the poetry slam. We know Mahogany Brown. You mentioned Mahogany. Shout out to mm -hmm. Mahogany Jive Poetic. I mean, staples yes. in the poetry community. Shout out to them, brother, that brother and sister mm -hmm. right there, man, because 
they've contributed. I mean, oh my God, they, they've contributed to this poetry thing that we love so much. But anyway, I was in the slam. So I win, I win, I get to the uh, semifinals. I get to the semifinals. Mm-hmm. So I tell my people, I'm like, yo, look, I'm performing the semifinals. Come check me out. And yo, you know what I'm saying? I like, yo, I'm thinking it's going to be a regular Cause they, cause I went on a Wednesday night. If you know anything about the New York, oh, yeah, the yeah. Wednesday like night go, slam, and then come back. And then you come back you, on a Friday if you win. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. So happily, I get to the uh, the semifinals. I forgot who I was going up against, but he was a dope mm-hmm. brother too. His name escapes me right now, but he was dope. But anyway, I tell my people, I'm like, yo, yeah, we gonna go to the New York. Come check me out. So what I'm thinking, I'm thinking the crowd is gonna be like it was on Wednesday night. Now Wednesday night was, it was a it was a pretty decent crowd. It was a decent mm-hmm. crowd. It was a decent crowd. It wasn't mm-hmm. too empty, but it wasn't really really full. So I was like, yo, it's mm-hmm. about the same turnout. Now, now I invite my people to come. Mm-hmm. I invited about like six seven people to come. Nice. And when I got there, I'm in a car with my brother, mm-hmm. and and my brother he's he said, yo, I'm gonna go find parking. He said, this is the spot right here. And he he said, line. yo, he said, is that the line? I was like, is that the line? And I looked, I was like, oh, snap. Yeah, I'm, the, the line was literally yeah. around the corner. Like two or three mm-hmm. people that I invited couldn't even get in because it was at capacity. When I yeah. got into the spot, when I got into mm-hmm. the spot, they changed the stage around. The stage wasn't the same stage before. Now they had a little a little box. It was a little box uh-huh. of the stage to create more room for right. the, the I'm like, "Oh, I said what is this? What have I gotten myself into?" <laughs> Yo, I seen so many people. You it was so many people that people was literally on the floor on the yeah, floor get, when get you had when there. you had to go to the stage it was like yo it's so many people in here and i was nervous nervous i was like i wasn't expecting that understandable you know what i mean so yeah. i understand that game right there my brother that joint right I, there serious man yeah that's amazing though man um it's it's a real blast performing at the new york and I, I did a few times the wednesday night open mic thing i i did as well mm. and i did well and I can't. I went back on on the Friday, and I lost. Mm. Um, it was some brother that just just did his thing, man. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's how it gets sometimes. But uh, similarly, I, that was many many years ago, and then mm. uh, time had passed, and then I returned back to the New Yorkian after I had gotten a little bit more um, uh, experience mm. and performed an erotic poem. Mm which is not my my forte i would say as you know as a poet you know it's mm-hmm. not really you know but then at some point along the way it's like man i want to explore this i, I do want to explore this and just with my own style you know and, and personality i bring that to an erotic poem and i wanted to, to write something so my my approach for the very first one was that i didn't want it to be too too graphic too explicit too jarring yeah i didn't really want a visceral reaction from anybody from listening to it um so i i, I wanted to have make sure it had the right balance of flavors mm. you know what i'm saying so that when i presented it everybody that was in the audience tasted something that they liked mm. you know yeah I, I i knew i you you hope to make something that everybody that's going to be palatable for everybody uh but it don't know that that not got my all the time, but 
a, a lot of times in my poetic writing process, uh, especially when I know I'm writing a performance piece, I, I tend to do that. I tend mm. to in- incorporate elements and components that I know this person may not like or not necessarily may not like, but that I know appeals um, or a particular reference is going to be picked up by me, but by some people and not necessarily everybody. And it, it could be as simple as a 90s reference. It could be a cartoon reference or mm. something like that. You know, it's just a certain section of your listening audience that they're going to know what that is. And then ultimately it's, it's weaving in all of that with with still not leaving nobody lost so that, you know, they everybody's still is at the table, even though Definitely. they're not, you know what I mean? They're not all eating, you know, the, the same thing per se, and they like what they like, but everybody walks away with a full meal and a full understanding. Cause I don't want poems to go over nobody's head at the end of the day. Um, that defeats the purpose. Definitely. I feel so, you. I feel you, man. That, I mean, yeah, yeah man. man, that, that's New York's the, one of those spots, the bro. New York is that spot, man. It's that spot, man. <laughs> but you mentioned that you mentioned a, a couple of brothers. You mentioned my brother, brother Earl, me and Earl, we mm-hmm. definitely slammed before. Definitely a solid brother, man. Uh, he do For the, sure. uh, he do, the the Red Lobster joint in Harlem. He do the um the open mic yes. every and at the Red Lobster in Harlem, man. And uh definitely a solid brother, man. Shout out to Brother Earl, man. Hopefully, definitely I have he him on the lot. show also. But yeah, that's dope, man. Like these different that's artists, cool. man. We we know so many of the same artists. You no know, bumping mm-hmm. elbows, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, in New York City, you know, you get around and you see the different artists, man. But all those artists you just mentioned, man. Like our juggernauts, man. Juggernaut artists, mm. man, that have contributed so me. much, man. Definitely. And, Definitely. and I can't even, I, I didn't mention all of them. As I'm as I'm talking now, one that I didn't mention was Kevin Kevin Livingston. Oh, that's my um, brother too, man. A thousand yeah, suits. He, a, a thousand yeah. suits for brother. That's my brother right there, yeah. man. A hundred suits. So he is another pioneer when it comes to building platforms and creating mm. spaces uh, for, for artists. Um, and also like, you know, just, just being creative with, with the the platform Mm. i remember one thing specifically about kevin that sets him apart from all those other names is whenever i started Mm. to create something and open mic he would always show up Mm. like for the first one it could be in long island i remember i was at the art center out here in central islip in suffolk county on long island Mm. and i did not expect to see kevin livingston walk in Wow. And he came in there in a suit and everything. That's man. my brother, man. He <laughs> <And> rocking them <laughs> suits, man. <laughs> I was just like so humbled. Mm. I was just so humbled. And it just makes you feel really, really loved um, and appreciated. And um, but that's Kevin. You mm. know what I'm saying? That's Kevin. He, he he's a man of service. Uh, so that was one of the ways that he he directly um, helped me out, lifted me up and encouraged me and he blessed the space um he he did something at that um at the show that night and um he did the same thing to me again when i was doing an open mic in harlem mm. uh, not harlem excuse me in um in hempstead mm. showed up again just supporting that's right so yeah but like him um you had rl the gifted one who was doing mm. his thing uh, out in brooklyn um, I forget the name of his show, uh, but Essence. Um, oh, that's my brother, Essence Lamont. That's my yeah. brother. Oh, that's my brother. I ain't see Essence in so long, man. And he had, he got, he got his, he had that space over on Utica, the um, the experience. 
experience. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, I went, I went over there and performed for the brother, man. And definitely, man, solid brother. A funny story, quick story, how I met Essence. This is no bullshit, man. Essence is about his business man i've met essence before any slam or any any space because we we met each other at after i met him initially we met each other in the circuit you know we did a couple of mcdonald's slams together it was a couple mm-hmm. of other slams i saw him in we like we done competed against each other in, in, in various slams but the very first time i met this brother because i'm a chef by trade so he was coming mm-hmm. down he was walking down myrtle avenue he was walking down Myrtle Avenue and I was happy to take a break outside the restaurant that I was working at. And um, he was he was trying to sell some poetry, but he had his mm. poetry in frames. <laughs> so yeah. it, it was in frames. So he came up to the store and I was like, so he was like, he's like, yo, I do poetry, blah, blah, blah. I was like, yo, I do poetry too, man. I was like, hey, that's a coincidence. Yeah. I do poetry too. He's like, yeah, he said, I'm selling my art. I'm like, I said, you know what, man? I said, yo, check my boss out in there. And um, I think he would buy one of them, man. I was like, yo, yeah. check him out. And he went in there, he checked them out, and 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 my boss purchased one of them. And he's like, he, I was like, and I never seen that at that time before him doing that. I was like, yo, he taking his poetry, putting it in frames, and selling it. I was like, that's genius. I'm like that. This shit is genius when you think about it. You know what I'm saying? Because you can get some expensive frames, you can get some calligraphy done, you can do a whole bunch of stuff with that idea. And I, I, it sparked me. I was like, wow. And then after that, I used to bump into Essence on a regular basis everywhere, man. We, I'm in a slam, he pop up somewhere, and I'm like, oh mm-hmm. man, this dude again. You know what I mean? So yeah, shout out yeah. to Essence, man. Definitely a Real. good brother, man. Real brother, man. Yeah, man. Most definitely. Yeah, man. It's individuals like them that really, uh, you know, paved the way uh, and lent that influence that kind of shaped me uh, as the poet that I am right now. Well, that's the, pr- that's, that's so the perfect segue. That's the perfect segue because uh, my audience is going to kill me if I don't get you to spit something, man. You know what I mean? So I definitely got to get you to touch this mic. But what, before we do that, I'm going to play um, a little message from my sponsors. And uh, when I get back, I'll set the stage. You can get your, get, get your poem ready and we'll, we'll get All that right. when I get back. All right. Hello, this is William S. Peters Sr., a.k.a. Just Bill from Interchild Press International. First, I must say we at Interchild Press are proud to support my brother, Daniel Green, a.k.a. Poetic Black, and his prolific, embracing, and informative program, Spoken Soul Sessions. As a publisher and now sponsor of the work Poetic Black does, we at Interchild Press International offer to you his listeners and all spoken word artists, writers, and poets, a 10% discount on all of our publishing packages and services. Please mention code Spoken Soul to take advantage of this offer while it lasts. You can contact us at InTouch at innerchildpress.com. And we hope to see your words in print very soon. We are Interchild Press International, building bridges of cultural understanding. That's www.innerchildpress.com. Thank you. Coming to the stage, let's give a warm, warm round of applause for my brother, 
and your brother, Naquel. Although we hold these truths to be self-evident, it is evident not all men are created equal in the minds of many. Therefore, it's our right, it's our duty to pen poems that remind them of the trends they establish, the generations they tarnish, and the carnage they leave in the wake of their splendor. Have we forgotten or are we too afraid to remember? Dr. King mentioned police brutality two times in his speech, but the heat from black skin seeking bullets still set fire when they speak or pull it against the content of our character. From every holster in America, they will drop dope dealing mug shots to plot against the memory of our fallen. We go to bed dreaming of hope and wake up to hell every morning, still mourning in the wilderness of unrighteousness. So yes, I have a dream that one day white won't mean right and black won't mean whack, no matter how many times they try to whack and mold our self-esteem into submission forever. So when we pop up to be down with everyone else, we just some uppity niggas out of place, out his face because of a race. I'm losing something I had no choosing in. So when they sing my country, tis of thee, sweet land of liberty, I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Didn't you see the punches, the pushes, the bouts, and the shouts at those rallies for democracy knocked out by racism? Listen, I'm an M80s baby. Pride bursting to the sky, but I still get denied. I still feel deprived. Frederick Douglass said what to a slave? is the 4th of July. Tell me, was he lying? Because the question remains now, what has really changed now? We are still digging graves and using their last names, fighting in their new Vietnam against Saddam and Assad. And you want to tell me it ain't hard in Aleppo or the Congo. Wanted to keep these thoughts to myself and let nobody know. But where is the progress in that? When the voiceless get trapped, like Somalians or the Yemenis, forced to eat a breakfast of U.S. milk and honey nut cluster bombs banned by treaties of greedy men believing in civilized warfare and whatever that means, as long as their pockets and seams swell like New Orleans bodies in the streets of Ferguson, all for more war machine dollars and change we still hope for. So you poets have a role to play. Some of y'all seem too ashamed to say that you too dream of a day when little white boys and little black girls that rock 
Afro pics will frolic in different parts of town because our six-year-old children are still using white dolls over brown. I can still hear the sound. She said, Daddy, it's ugly. I had to tell her, it's okay if we separate because we can rebuild Black Wall Streets and don't need an African burial ground to do so. Quiet is kept. Quiet is kept, man. I love that piece from you, man. I've heard that piece so right brother. there, man. You performed that piece, man. And definitely, man, that piece right there always hit. That piece mm. right there always hit. I remember that. I, I found myself towards the end starting to know the lines. I was like, yo, I, yeah, I know this piece. This is this my joint right here, man. That. Yeah, my brother, man. Cool. Y'all see what I'm talking about, man. If y'all see what I'm talking about, spoken soul audience, man. Man, this brother right here, man, definitely a, a, a gem to the poetry community, man. Like, Thank again, you, man. brother, I appreciate, man, what you bring to this community of ours, man. And you out here working, man. You out here working. You out here giving us a different look. You're giving us Thank a different you, look, you know, and how we can absorb this thing, man. How we mm -hmm. can really absorb this thing, man. It's powerful, man. That piece right there is powerful, man. That is Thank a powerful you. piece, it. man. My country tends to resonate, man. And and you mm -hmm. and you and you hit the note. I didn't hear you hit the note in the last time I you, you spit that joint, but you hit the well, note right there, man. Let me find out, man. You got a little. <laughs> you know what's funny? My mom, my mom, and and my sister. They both they both singers. Um, uh, I'm not a singer, but I, I like to sing and incorporate uh, singing in my work. Um, I, I can't wait to actually like put stuff out, man, because I got these. Uh, yeah, it, it's it excites me a great deal. Um, I also wanted to say thanks to you. Thanks to you, man. Thanks to your listeners as well. I appreciate the opportunity to to share um, some poetry in the space. It's been a long time. So your listeners are getting a treat. Your ah, listeners are getting a treat, man. man. I really haven't spit like that in quite, quite a while. And I don't know if they can hear it in my voice, but um, it means a lot uh, to also be able to share someone else's platform. Um, thank you. Most Thank definitely, so much, my brother. That's what we do, man. We build together, man. I definitely, you know, I want to introduce sure. your audience to my audience and my audience to your audience, man, because I think we can get yeah, more we're done, connect. man. Yeah. Definitely, my brother, man. We, we've been, I mean, we've been touching all these different poetry spots, man. And uh, it's like, it's like, it's fate, man. It's fate. It's going to come full mm -hmm. circle, man. And I believe in this thing that we do. I believe in the power of the spoken word, man. And you mm -hmm. are out here, my brother, you are doing the work and we really appreciate you. I say we. Now, I know you a busy brother, man. I know I got to let you go, but uh, I want you to plug yourself. I want you to tell the people what you got going on. If we got any merch that we can support you. Tell us how we can support you, man. How can what, what can we do? What can my audience do to support what you got going on, my brother? Tell us. Well, uh, first off, they can contact me at email uh, thepodpoetslounge at gmail.com our website is thepodpoetslounge.carrd.co. Uh, uh, and um, the link is also uh, on our Instagram page. Uh, DMs are always fine as well. And ultimately, if, if you can get in touch with us, what we're looking for is feedback. 
Mm. I'm I'm still in that phase where I I don't think I'm ever going to leave that phase, you know, where I just want constant constructive criticism and feedback from those who are in the poetry community um, and just who come in contact with the with the content that we create. Mm. So we're always making it better, improving it um, and kind of meeting people where their needs are. Um, we launched the apparel collection with a set of T-shirts as um, one of the ways, one of our first uh, like real revenue building uh, ways uh, to to grow the the platform, as well as providing uh, ad services on the podcast. Uh, we've we've partnered with a couple businesses in the UK. Mm. Uh, we've partnered, you know, with um, um, Mountain Forest um, Products, uh, Mountain Forest Coffee. Uh, they're they're a UK based company. Uh, we've partnered with a, a photography firm uh, out here in uh, New York. So we're just trying to build those relationships, and so it's 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 been a great thing. It's been a great thing. We continue to kind of have that vision of of networking. So they're, they're, if there are businesses, small businesses alike, or if you're interested in sponsorship, uh, you can reach out uh, for those kinds of services as well. And the T-shirts that we came out with are on Etsy. So folks can uh, check them out there and get them there. Going to have it on the Instagram uh, shop uh, soon enough. And also get it on some other shopping platforms as well. Um, But yeah, they can uh, support by, again, giving feedback, reaching out. They can share the content when it comes out. um, Listen. Mm. And um, yeah, just continue to... uh, to just be dope, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So there's a love for poetry that that exists, and, and we want to we want to keep that going, foster that. Uh, so yeah, definitely, my brother, man. That's what we're gonna do, man. Y'all go out and y'all support that. Follow him on Instagram. Go check out the uh, the Pods Poets Lounge. I'm telling you guys, man. The Spoet Trivia, the Spoet Trivia. Is dope, man. I love the whole concept. It's very entertaining and it's a breakaway from what you usually expect. You get to get very intimate with the artists and get inside the minds of the artists. That's why I love so much about your show. And um, mm-hmm. y'all guys definitely go check that out, man. Go support this brother, man. This brother's out here doing the work, you know, and we need to Appreciate enlarge you, our community, man, and support each other. Social currency, man. Social currency. It ain't costing you mm-hmm. a dollar to share. Mm-hmm. It's not costing you a dollar to like you know what i mean tell somebody about it you know so mm-hmm. definitely man you guys go and support my brother man i appreciate and support you. this this podcast as well Most be sure definitely. to do that because clear it's clear and evident um that this brother is about building up the community he's about creating content for listeners so yeah let's each one just try to uplift one and um as much as you support me, please support this platform as well. Thank you, my brother. I really appreciate that, man. So I know you're busy. You got to go, man. I want to thank you for coming to the show. So this is it's the part pleasure. of the show where I talk to my audience and uh, I want to leave them with words of inspiration. So they know my song. This is my song. This is my inspirational song. And uh, I want to let you guys know. That you are not alone. That you, you, I'm talking to you. You are great beyond measure. And I need you to understand that. I need you to push forward. Today, today is the day we break ground. We break through. We stop doing the things that have impeded us before. 
today we push forward. Wherever you at, you listening to the sound of my voice. Know, know for a fact that I love you. And I hope you love me too. Remember, always, always, always speak your soul. Until next time.